We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Underdog Fantasy Best Ball Mania show here on Roto-Grinders. I am your host for today, Britt Devine, uh, here with Mr. G. Neifer, Grant. Uh, Grant, uh, who, who let the dogs out, buddy? Darn construction workers. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. They might hear one bark. I think they're outside now. But you know how construction workers are. Say they'll be here at 10, and they show up at 11. Hey, and... you're lucky if you can get construction workers to show up at all in life. Yeah, well, no, it's 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 a nightmare. Two trees <laughs> fell on my house, and that was three months ago, and we still have almost nothing finished. Oh boy, I'm having a little remodeling done at my house, but we'll save that for another one. We are three left to join. Hey, Britt, how do I join? This is on Underdog Fantasy. If you don't have the app, go download it from your app store on iPhone or Android. You can also go to UnderdogFantasy.com when you sign up. Use promo code Grinders. No big bonus or anything like that. But there is some stuff for some free swag and some free RG premium if you use the promo code GRINDERS when you signed up. G-R-I-N-D-E-R-S uh, will get you in the running to possibly win some free stuff here on Roto-Grinders. This tournament we're in today, it is a $25 entry fee. You can enter it up to 150 times. It is a million-dollar tournament with $200,000 to first place. If you do not have $25, right, if that's a lot for you, they also have a $5 version of this, which is a little bit cheaper for the small ballers out there. If uh, the 25 is a big amount to you, uh, they do have you covered with the $5 entry fee grant. We are one more to start. We started this a little bit early. Uh, I'm ready to have some fun today. There's all sorts of news. Do you pay attention to the NFL news cycle? Because there's, there's a couple little tidbits have been dropping over the past couple of days. Let I mean, yes. Let me guess. I get like the last freaking pick again. No, you, you got the 11th. I got the ninth. I swear. What do I got to do to get like the 101 through like 104 in one of these things? Who, who do I got to talk to? I, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I think you got to do some back alley deals. <laughs> go uh, go find go ask Jeremy what it takes to get into these. But uh, I guess I want to talk a, a couple bits of news. Maybe people haven't seen it over the past couple of days. Look, we're this is a friendly environment, so uh, I'm going to give you some information. Some some stuff has come out in the Chiefs backfield. Over the maybe the, the past couple of days, there was a report, right? We're going to have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He's going to be the number one, it looks like. People were thinking DeAndre Washington was going to be the number two. It looks like Darrell Williams might be doing that. Uh, these late-round running backs are starting to gain some steam. There's a couple of them going on here. What's your overall preferred strategy? you got the 111. You can do some – you know, you can get two good running backs. You can get two great wide receivers there, too. What do you think you're going to end up doing? I mean, it, I, it all depends. Like, everyone tries to come in with a strategy, and that's just dumb. Like, I have 10 contingency plans based on who I get first round, who I get second round, and then who's available. Like, it's being able to look at things on the fly and kind of change things. I generally like to get two solid running backs is my first two picks. But if 
someone drops to me or if something's not in the cards, then it's fine. Like, luckily, I'm real high on Kenyon Drake so far this season. So he's a guy that I'm probably going to end up with. Like, I'm high on Eckler. He's going a little higher. There's like this Mixon migraine news. I think Drake's going to end up going. Mixon's been falling. Drake's been popping up a, a couple of spots over recent days. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, exactly. We'll see who's going there. Like, Mixon, yeah, he's got the injury issue and still hasn't reported, I don't think. Like, I think they might just be going cautious with him. I wasn't terribly high on Mixon. I don't think I have any shares, but and Sanders might not start the season. Like, any number of things can happen. I mean, this is just how fantasy football works. But I just kind of go with the punches to whatever whatever's going on when it gets to me. Like, you don't – I don't come in with many plans – and I kind of formulate my plan after about three rounds. That's I think that's how I approach it too. Uh, if you get to one of the first couple of picks, your your starting lineup looks really good, uh, and it really depends, right? Like you're at the 111. If you have a chance to get Michael Thomas at 111, maybe you take him. If you you got to take a couple two running backs in the turn, maybe you do that. I typically wait three, four, maybe even five rounds. Uh, I'm not really trying to stack anything from the beginning. I let those happen a little bit naturally. Um, but we can see what's happened on here, right? So far, it's been a running back fest. Henry, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, Delvin Cook. There goes Michael Thomas. And that leaves me with basically a, a whole bunch of nonsense here. Miles Sanders, all of his offensive line seems to be hurt. Joe Mixon, he's got some concussion issues. Uh, Josh Jacobs, Drake, or Chubb. I'm, I'm going to take the known quantity in Josh Jacobs right now. The only one not on an injury report, doesn't have anything going on in the preseason i'm gonna take him and uh i'm gonna i'm gonna let you handle a couple of these injured running backs possibly yeah yeah no this is gonna be fun when it gets to me um honestly i i don't really care too much (laughs) i've tried to figure out a fun like obviously i'm going balls out every single time i do one of these so it's hard to make a bad pick in the first couple of ones but it's gonna be i think there's I don't know, the Miles Sanders, you know, a couple of weeks ago he lost one of his offensive linemen. He just lost another one yesterday for the season. Losing two good offensive linemen to start the season is a little bit of a red flag. You ended up with your boy Drake. They're sort of just sitting him on the sidelines. He's dinged up a little bit. They don't really think it's too uh, anything really going on with it. But I, I don't like to see these preseason injuries, although I, I do think he's probably not going to have much uh, – have it affect him too much week one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he might not, but, I mean, I I, I have, like, 100% ownership in him. Drake's one of my favorite running backs. Like, we saw what he did the last, what, six weeks of the season last year. We know what Arizona offenses can do with running backs. Like, You're I'm just – the, the running back thirst is real. Only one wide receiver off the board so far. Yeah, no, I just kind of got to – I'm just going to go with Adams. Like, yep. dude's going to get peppered with targets throughout the course of the season. He's a fantastic wide receiver. Rogers' best time maybe behind him, but still, it's a spot where he's he's gonna he's gonna do some work and like it's kind of nice having one bell cow running back and one bell cow wide receiver to start things off. There's one running back that we'll get to that I hope like he got swooped right before um, I got him last time, so we'll see if he follows me this time. I think the latter end of the draft is kind of tough. He get, based on his draft spot, I kind of wait until the last second. If you're a little bit earlier on in the draft, it's easier to get him in, what, the uh, third round or the fifth round. I can't even remember which one it is. But we'll see if he ends up coming to me. But I'm, I'm not I'm not minding where this draft has started off so far for me. Yeah, I got Josh Jacobs, right, pretty good for a lot of yards, some touchdowns. I'm hoping he gets some receptions. I ran it back with Austin Eckler. Um, you know, I think he's been pushed down the boards a little too much, in my opinion, I think where I took him is is pretty reasonable. I think most drafts you can get him towards the end of the second round. That's a little bit too late in my opinion. You know, there's they got two other running backs behind them. They're going to be a slow offense. But you got this Mike Williams injury. He was going to take some targets. Those are going to go to Keenan Allen. Those are going to go to Austin Eckler to start the season. And even if there's, you know, I, I don't expect Austin Eckler. If they're 10 points up and they're running clock in the fourth quarter, I don't expect – hit that him to really come off the field too much I think he's going to be their clear close to near every down running back and uh I, I really like his his uh, expectations this year yeah yeah no I hear a weird noise coming from somewhere I have no idea where I don't know my I got, house is I got a, a fan on me no no it's not from you it's in my house oh and it's just hard to tell with 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 things going on but yeah no I I, I like Eckler like 
now that he's the clear number one back, like we saw how good he was. I get that Tyrod is going or Tyrod is going into the offense now instead, and maybe Hibbert at some point. Rivers is a guy that likes to dump the ball off to his running backs a lot. So I don't know how much his overall effectiveness is really going to be changed, but he's definitely a guy that can give you a big week at any given time. Like he's a guy that can just destroy. And I think he's a guy that like I was potentially before Rivers moved talking about as number three running back on the board this season. And he still think there is a possibility of doing that again. And we saw both the quarterbacks, uh, Lamar and Patrick Mahomes, go back-to-back. Those uh, number one and number two pick teams, they really start to look good. You can, you know, you can get, in theory, none of these guys did, but if you thought Kittle and Kelsey were both off the board, but if you like, say, uh, Chris Godwin uh, to have a really good season, you can, in, in theory, get – three players who have the ability to lead each position in fantasy points, which is just, you know, pretty silly in my opinion, which you're allowed to do in those first couple of spots. Both these guys ran it back with other running backs because it's right. It's half PPR. The running back thirst is real. The dead zone is coming up in running backs for the next couple of rounds. And then you really end up, you know, round seven through 13, are basically the next tier running backs. And after that, it gets really thin unless you sort of move a couple of the guys up your boards. But uh, I, I like how this is going. I'm going to expect to see a ton of wide receivers go off the board here in round three. I'm just hoping a couple I like fall back to me. Yeah, there's one particular that I'm hoping falls back to me. And, I mean, we're on a show. We're giving people advice. I don't really care too much about my $25 entry. But um, something that I've been – Toying around with or wanted to just have, man, there it goes Galladay's off the board. Mm-hmm. My strategy was like in a lot of these has been get Galladay, get Marvin Jones, and get Stafford. Like that's one of my favorite stacks. I haven't looked too much into a schedule later on the season. I don't think it matters too much, but like we know when Stafford goes crazy, it's predominantly to his wide receivers and it's predominantly to those two wide receivers occasionally. Amendola showed up a bit last year and Hawkinson had a decent game, but he's more of a blocking tight end. So it, it's it's a strategy I think like where you can get a decent price stack with all the guys going probably undervalued in the Detroit offense people just remember what Detroit was after week five last season which was beyond trash but prior to week five or prior to week six when Stafford went down like this offense was rolling like they were putting up big numbers without Stafford in the offense it was entirely different so I I, I think that like it's definitely a spot where you can uh, absolutely, like, get some value, get some correlation, get some leverage by getting Stafford. You're, you're up here, too, in case you didn't know. Okay, I am up. Uh, that one. Qu- oh. Boom. And, yeah, now the now, – now we're good. Now the contractors are gone. I just got a texty text. So you, you like Gurley? What, what are your – what are your I expectations? Don't. You know, you just need you need you need points at the running back position. So he's there's a report he's supposed to get between 15 and 25 touches. I'm thanks for nothing on that one. I'm gonna I'm gonna bet he doesn't get too many 25 touch games. That offense is gonna be pretty powerful in my opinion. I mean, he can he can just get 10 touchdowns and so like what? Let's look at what Freeman has done virtually every year he's been in the league outside of I think last season. But I'm going to look up Devonta Freeman's uh, stats because that, like, when we hear that, um, like, Gurley, what was he known for while he was in with the Rams while he was not? He was catching the ball. Yeah. And well, scoring he was, a lot of touchdowns. The catching yeah, the ball they, disappeared, they, though. Yeah, and so he still had just tons of touchdowns. They used him a ton in the red zone. That's what we saw with Freeman when it was the Freeman-Coleman offense um like he's just Freeman was a guy that is essentially what Gurley's going to be in this offense yes Gurley might be well past his prime yes Gurley might be trash yes his knees might be dust but it also might not be we know that running backs changing systems can have drastically different careers once they go to a new offense and the Rams were a bit of a just dumpster fire um, at certain points last year, and Freeman obvi- or and Gurley was obviously injured a little bit. But I, I'm just kind of like if you look at my draft from if we were talking about years ago, like Gurley and David Johnson were fantastic running backs. New systems, new offenses, new usage, like any number of things can happen. I every single year I tell myself I'm not going to draft David Johnson, then I have almost 100 percent ownership in David Johnson because I'm an idiot. 
Um, this could be the year. This could be the year. David Johnson's a guy that I try and get in most of these drafts. Like he's everyone saw that what one clip of looks like he just didn't care and was walking and wasn't fast. Mm-hmm. But David Johnson, like looking at his game logs, looking how he was doing. Yes, it's could just be the uh, Cardinals offense because like we saw Edmonds go in there and just absolutely destroy. We saw um, who was it? Drake going there and just absolutely destroy. Like it could just be the offense and yes, running backs don't matter, blah, 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 all these things. But David Johnson wasn't doing too terrible. Like the first few weeks of the season, he can still catch the ball. He was a wide receiver in college. Like Houston could use him a significant amount. We don't know how much usage he's going to end up getting, but even in a half point PPR league, like if he's just a bell cow, they gave up so much for him for a reason. I think they're going to use him. I think that he could be in for a big year. And I hate myself saying this, and it's probably just going to screw me over because it does every single year. I hate you, David Johnson, but he's still not even 29 years old. Yeah, I, I think if he stays healthy, I think he's in line for a good season. I don't even mind Duke Johnson. You get the Johnson and Johnson. You can get a the baby powder. You can buy the stock. You can get both running backs. I think Duke has some standalone value. And uh, if David Johnson does go down, uh, I think he you know could be a, a reasonably good running back. He's one of my favorite late round targets at the running back position. But I'm on, that offense is going to be good. I know DeAndre Hopkins left, but you know Watson's just too good to let that team fall apart. And uh, I think they're going to give David Johnson the feature role to start because, I mean, after that trade, you have to. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, they're absolutely giving him the feature role. Like how much nowadays in the NFL, like going with a just straight up one running back, unless you have Barkley, McCaffrey, or Zeke, like it's not even something to do. I mean, we know how good Kamara is, and he still doesn't get just the entirety of the offense at any given year unless the number two back is injured. So you never know what they're going to do. And obviously O'Brien is just an idiot. Um, but like David Johnson could be in for 20 carries a game. He could be in for 30 carries a game. He could be in for 15 touches a game. You don't know. I just went in ahead and took a DeAndre Swift. He's someone, uh, I, I just think he, carry on Johnson, those knees are toast. He basically even said that. Uh, I'm in on DeAndre Swift. I expect him to get the, Pardon the pun here, the lion's share of the carries, right? Before I you can see what I, I see, what you did there. <laughs> Classic <laughs> comedy. <laughs> just uh, even a couple weeks into the season, I think he's uh, he's just he's too good of a talent for them to really keep off the field, in my opinion. Uh, so I like DeAndre Swift. You get all those indoor games. You get Matt Stafford. I know they don't like to run the ball too much, but uh, I, I'm I'm just in on DeAndre Swift now. I'm really liking my. My team so far. You got a nice little balanced four running backs. Dave Montgomery's a little dicey. I'll give you I know. He's out, what, two to four weeks? But, like, the fact that I got Gurley, I got David Johnson, I got Drake. Like, Montgomery can absolutely give me some big weeks. I'm fine with him missing a little bit. Like, I have four running backs now, and I like a lot of the wide receivers that are on the board. I just got Keenan Allen, who I'm a big fan of. I mean, obviously, the offense is going to be a little bit different. But you, know, you mentioned Mike Williams' injury, that Keenan Allen's going to get a ton of targets. Like, I really like Keenan Allen. I'm a big fan of him. He had a little bit of an offseason last year, but Keenan Allen's the best route runner in the entire NFL, potentially. Uh, Antonio Brown isn't in here. Like, he may not be fast, but the guy, we've seen him get just ridiculous amount of targets. What was it, 2017, he had 159? I don't know what's going to happen here. I don't know how this offense is going to go with a new quarterback in here, but I don't care. Like he gets massive touchdown equity. He's only had six a year, even though he's gotten tons of targets, he can go for 10 touchdowns in any given year, especially with a new quarterback behind the helm who is not going to turn the ball over as much. Like rivers turned the ball over a ton. My offense was just ridiculous sometimes, but Torod could be a guy that like, will probably just force the ball into Keenan Allen five to 10 yards down the field on a consistent basis. And Keenan Allen could be in for 160 targets this year. Yeah. He gets a little unloved too, because he's a little tougher to stack with because you don't know, is Tyrod Taylor going to play four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, the whole season is Justin Herbert. Is he going to play four weeks, eight weeks, right? So it's a little tougher to stack. And if you're, you know, I think he just goes a little bit down the board because if people are trying to get some stacks, it's, it's a little hard to, to pick that San Diego chargers or LA chargers. Uh, quarterback here I want to go over uh, I got a little time between my next picks and I want to give basically my strategy what I've done here I wasn't planning on anything but it's just how it fell in right I don't 
going to a draft with a strategy. I've got four running backs, all with different bye weeks. I've got Josh Jacobs, Austin Eckler, DeAndre Swift, and I just picked up Kareem Hunt. Uh, Grant, I'm done at running back. I'm just going to roll out four. I'm expecting these guys to play to get me points if they don't, right? If Austin Eckler and Josh Jacobs aren't scoring what we think they're going to, I'm not going to win anyway. Uh, I got Swift and Hunt too. I think both of those guys are good. If those guys don't have good years, I'm not going to win. Uh, I'm going to stock up at my other positions there. Yeah, and I'm hoping one guy gets back to me. I don't think he will. Um, did he just get taken? Yep, he just got taken. Damn. Who are you looking for, Deontay? Johnson, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I take – he goes way too high in my opinion. There's like – well, the the underdog ADP is very sharp. So, there, you know, he goes maybe around where he does. Um, but, like, I would have taken Jarvis Landry – a hundred out of a hundred times over Deontay Johnson. So it's interesting, like Ben Roethlisberger being back. Like, think about the wide receivers he's had over the years. Think about what they've done. Are you drinking beer? I hope so. No, just water with some flavor. Yeah, I don't. I like my water. It's it's just, truly time in a little bit after the show. It's it's truly lemonade time. Yeah, no, I've I've got to go down to Colorado Springs later, so I I can't drink until later tonight, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, no, like we look at Ben Roethlisberger throughout the course of his career, what he had Hines and, and, and Randall L like he's had two solid wide receivers the entire time. And he's used both. Like even when Antonio Brown was one, was the top wide receiver in the league. What was it? Two years ago. Like Juju immediately came in and crushed. Like he, he, he spreads the ball to both wide receivers fairly often so like i think a solid drafting strategy is not even to take juju but to take johnson and roethlisberger and maybe connors knowing that he dumps the ball off to the running back quite a bit and pittsburgh with him back in the offense can still have a massive season i'm gonna take uh, i just took jalen rieger i'm gonna hope I'm allowed to complete my Philadelphia stack on the turn here with Carson Wentz. Uh, I think that offense, the offensive line getting hurt isn't great, uh, but I've, you know, I passed on Miles Sanders. Uh, I'm going to lean on the passing game with a bunch of jabronis last year. Uh, Wentz had like 4,000 yards. Uh, I'm hoping Rieger uh, probably won't get Deshaun Jackson. His ADP is just too high, you know, on underdog people take him way too early in my opinion. Uh, but if I can, I'll try to do that. But I'm, I think, think I'm going to try to grab Carson once if I can. And if not, uh, I got a couple other targets on my sleeve. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out who to go with here. Like, I really don't like anyone. I'm just going full on heavy running back. Wide yeah, receivers I, are worthless. They're pointless. Don't yeah, need I mean, them. You got you got five good running backs. I don't I don't think you need to go any more past that. In my opinion. No, I mean, my plan is pretty much to have my running back take care of my flex every single week because, uh, like, Montgomery and Howard both – like, Howard's obviously in Miami. Who knows what will end up happening. Um, but I think it will be a different offense. I think they'll be a little bit more involved with him. He's definitely a guy that has some decent touchdown equity, and he's a guy that is just a decent running back overall. So who knows how that will end up going out. But I got my three – there's question marks around almost every single guy in my offense. Or am I, every single guy that in my draft, all the running backs, like Drake, who knows, Edmund's going to end up taking over some. You like got Drake, injured. Gurley, David Johnson, Montgomery, Jordan. I like Jordan. I think the Dolphins are going to be good. That's positive for Jordan Howard. He was he was, He's not going to catch a lot of passes, but 80 yards and a touchdown, That Grant, that, that's good for you that late in the draft. Yeah, yeah, no. So, like, uh, this thing, it's not even 80 yards and a touchdown I'm hoping for. If Howard's going into my lineup, that either means one of my running backs busted or he had one of his three touchdown games. Like he can definitely like when you're looking at best balls, yes, you want a guy that's going to get consistent numbers just in case anything, number of things can happen, but you need to win your division when you're whatever it's called league, when your draft, I guess is what it is your 12 man in order to get into the playoffs for this best ball format. So getting a guy like Jordan Howard, who's going to occasionally put up a big game. If you already have four other solid running backs, which, I mean, I've never had a draft or I've had this many running backs this early on and just far gone uh, wide receivers. But now I've got Ingram, who's going to have a consistent target basis throughout the course of the season. And as long as he ends up staying healthy, he should be fine. I might go tight end. I might have like just a long list of 
I'm gonna wide pull receivers. Up, I'm going to pull up the one team. There's only one team who's doing, like, basically no running back so far. It's Odyssey's. Uh, he's got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Then he's got Dak with Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb. So he's basically going for the Dallas stock with Metcalf, Diggs, Jones. He's got Travis Kelsey. He's got to hit some gold later on in running back. But, I mean, his wide receivers are, are looking pretty strong. It's I just it's it's so hard in my opinion to do the zero RB on underdog. Um, your, your wide receivers look good, but that that half PPR just it's it's kicking the nuts sometimes. Yeah, yeah, no, it it it, it definitely is like it really changes things around quite a bit. Um, but yeah, like. It, it, it's just how, like, you just got to roll the punches. Going in with it, like I said, going in with a certain strategy at any given time is just dumb. Like, being able to. I just to... want to say, right, real quick here, if you guys let me get Deshaun Jackson, I'm okay with that. Like, that's cool, right? I'll let you guys have your stack. Deshaun Jackson, right? He goes to my team, right? Like, I'm just saying, we'll, we'll all play nicer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll let you have him. I don't. I don't really feel like him, although I do need some wide receivers. I definitely need some wide receivers. There goes, uh, goes Tariq Cohen. He's going to get a little boost. I like him more, you know, if you're playing on, like, the PPR best ball. That's where he really shines. But he's going to have a couple of weeks where he, you know, catches six passes for 60 yards and gets in the end zone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out who I want to go with here. Um, it's tough. I I don't know. I was thinking about going with Gronk, but I think he just went off the board. Oh, is he still on here? Yeah, Gronk's still on there. There's a lot of good, a lot of good tight ends. If I don't get, it's basically to me it's yeah. Kelsey Kittle in that second round, the late second. I like Mark Andrews quite a bit. I think he has the ability to be a wide receiver. One who did it? Who did it? Torpedo, where are you? Where are you? Ban him. He's banned. No, I'm just kidding. You guys are able to draft whoever you want here looks like i'm just gonna have to try to get another part of that philadelphia offense uh, i'm up here i am definitely going wide receiver uh, a couple of guys i wanted are gone here let's see here maybe a quarterback stafford i'm gonna wait a quarterback all right so uh, i'm gonna go with a guy i have a pretty solid take on that's anthony miller i'm taking him early uh, i like him to be Close to a top 20 wide receiver. There's, there ain't no one else to throw the ball to in Chicago. It's Allen Robinson and it's Anthony Miller. If the dude stays healthy, he's going to have a big season. Yeah. I mean, I thought, I thought Higby would have gone off the board. I was talking about Gronk, but Higby's the easy answer. Yeah, I like Higby. Some people are, you know, hey, he's going to be sharing the field again with the other tight end. Um, but that Ram, the Rams running game, I do like Akers. Uh, I think the volume is going to be there for him basically from the start of the season. Um, but that, that rush game offense, uh, they have the toughest, one of the toughest strength of schedules out there. So I, I think the Rams, if they're smart, they, you know, if we can read into all that stuff this early in the season, always a little bit of a dice roll. Uh, but they project to throw the ball quite a bit in my opinion. This year. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Manny Sanders? I like him. I mean, you get the second wide receiver. I mean, he's, he's leap years ahead of Traquan Smith in terms of talent. I mean, he's going to, he's going to get his share of, Football yeah, so we know what this offense has been. Like, we know Thomas is just going to get an absurd amount of targets. But, like, for the way that I – like, now I'm just going boomer bus guys. Like, that's what I'm doing right now. It's boomer bus guys. I'm going to get a ton of wide receivers that any one of them can put up a big week at any given time. Like, Sanders, we remember what that offense was with Ted Ginn. Um, like, occasionally would have a massive game for no apparent reason. So that's kind of what I'm looking for. And Sanders is a guy that still has a bunch of talents, can still run routes. I know he's old and all that stuff, but it doesn't matter. Like he can absolutely be in for a big workload here. He's going to have one to two weeks of putting up 25 fantasy points. Like I'm really happy I got him and it's going to be interesting who I end up getting the rest of the draft. It's going to be a hodgepodge of guys that are going to go off for big weeks occasionally, but that's just what I need. Like, playing for the playoffs but I'm also playing for once I get in the playoffs and any number of guys can have massive outings so I'm outside of quarterback I'm predominantly just going with a whole lot of wide receivers for the rest of the draft yeah the uh the tight end run has just occurred in the last couple of picks Tyler Higby TJ Hawkinson I took Hayden Hurst Mike Gusecki 
Jared Cook just off the board, so the uh, the tight end run is on. Yeah. I, I like I'll... to start the run. I was up at the beginning of it. I like hers quite a bit. We saw Austin Hooper. Like, Austin Hooper's – I actually like Austin Hooper. I think he's a great tight end to get after all these guys go off the board. But if Austin Hooper can do it, Grant, so can Hayden Hurst. Uh, like, there's going to be targets in that offense. Absolutely. I mean, throughout the course of his career, Matt Ryan has liked to throw the tight end quite a bit. Granted, he did have Tony Gonzalez for a small portion of it. But, yeah, Hooper did it. Like, Hurst has got some talent. So, I'm right there with you. I mean, I preferred Higby a little bit just because of the potential volume they could end up having. Like, that offense might end up throwing the ball a whole lot more this year. We've seen Goff go up for 50 throws in a game. They obviously paid him a bunch of money. Yes, he still has Woods and Cup to throw to. But we saw even with those guys and Cook in the offense, like him still go drastically to Higby. So I, I have I have a I have a lot of love, love for Higby, and I didn't think he would drop all the way back to me. Yeah, he definitely wasn't going to make it back to you here. But uh, we see a wide receiver run. There's, I mean, there's a lot of good wide receivers. Uh-oh, let's see here. What am I doing? Here we go. Back on board. I mean, the wide receiver board is still pretty stacked. Uh you got about three rounds left before the wide receivers start to get dicey. Used to be able to get, you know, a month ago an underdog. Used to be able to get great wide receivers with your last pick. It does not happen as often anymore. The the late round spots are basically tight ends. You can get reasonably good tight ends that will score a couple of spike weeks on a touchdown here and there. But I mean, after after the fourteenth round, I, I'm finding now there's it's just a whole bunch of garbage on the board most of the time. Yeah, I really like that uh, Preston Williams pick there. Um, I, like, I'm, I, love, I like him quite a bit, too. Yeah, I mean, I think this Miami offense is going to be a lot better than people realize. I mean, yeah, their line still might not be as great as some other pl- teams, but Williams was absolutely crushing for a little bit before things happened. I mean, you look at it, he only had seven games they were playing or eight games they ended up playing, and he put up decent numbers, but a lot of that was with what, Rosen behind center, and Rosen is just – horrible like he had that game where I think he went off for two touchdowns and he was getting peppered with targets and they just weren't scoring a ton of points but like he's absolutely a guy who can go off for a massive season I'm happy with him or with uh Devante in my offense on these best balls because I think one of them is going to have a massive season maybe both Mm -hmm. let's see I'm coming up on the clock here oh man I got some tough decisions I'm basically I'm going to go wide receiver here. Oh, actually, you know what? Do I have uh, Evans? Do I want Tom Brady? I think I'm going to pass. I'm going to take Jerry Judy. I just think Dang he, it. he's been – he was just like one of the best wide receiver prospects. I, it's You got Sutton – uh, you know, you had Hamler out there. It looks like he's going to miss a little bit of the to start the season, and Tim Patrick's going to be the number three out there. But this is it's going to be Sutton, and I, like Judy can overtake Sutton by the end of the season. I think it's the team's number one target. You got Noah Fan out there too. I like him, um, but I don't have a lot of Judy. I've been avoiding a lot of the rookie wide receivers. Uh, this draft's a little bit different for me, right? I got Rieger. I just got Judy. I'm going to mix it up a little bit, get a little bit diversified in my overall best portfolio. I think I probably only drafted Judy a couple of times out of, I don't know, 100 best ball drafts I've done so far, Greg. And that is more than 99, I'll tell you that. Yeah. That's math. Um, yeah, no, I, I really like – everyone's assuming Sutton, which Sutton's great, but um, you don't really know. Like a new wide receiver coming in, a fairly young quarterback, like the chemistry can build between any number of, any number of wide receivers in the offense. Like – I don't know exactly what's going to happen. And like this offense can go any number of different ways over out in Denver. Uh, so I really like Judy as a late round guy. I was really hoping he would fall to me. You really fudged me over there, my friend. Um, yeah. I'm, it looks like I'm not going to be stacking up any of my. Would you just take big Ben? Yeah. I mean, and... If you're getting 300 yards and three or four touchdowns, I mean, sure, it stinks not to have it. There's a couple. There's a James Washington. There, you know, there, there's an Eric Ebron out there. You can make something work. Well, that's the thing. Like, if I target guys that can spread the ball all around the field and can do it with multiple different wide receivers, stacking isn't necess- a necessity in a given game. Like, Brady, yes, it's going to be probably Galladay or probably 
not God, Galladay, Godwin, or it's going to be Evans any given week where Brady goes off, but he can pass the ball to the running back. He's got multiple tight ends there, like not needing to stack. Like if I'm doing things, like I'm getting guys that can put up massive games without actually having a guy just go off. Like just, and I'm talking, when I say go off, like I'm talking two touchdowns and a hundred yards. So any number of games a Roethlisberger has a massive outing, like it might not be fully Juju. It might not be fully Johnson. It could be Washington there. It could be Connor. So if I'm getting a quarterback where I don't have any wide receivers or anyone paired with him, it's basically just relying on the fact that he could put up one of the top, if not the top QB score that weekend and it not be a necessity in the playoffs to have his wide, one of his wide receivers with him. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. You got the board. The board's always a sweet little way to track what's going on. I believe of the main sites that have best ball uh, currently underdog is the only one that has this. So nice little feature to see what's going on. Uh, a couple of Indianapolis receivers. Do you want the new rookie and Michael Pittman? You want the old rookie and Paris Campbell. Which one would you prefer? They want two picks apart here. Greg. I mean, I don't really care for either of them. I like both. I, I just don't really need either of them. Um, there, goes, there goes Hooper fan. I was hoping one of those would make it back to me, but. Now to get to get a basically full time lock for most snaps tight end in the twelfth round, that is some good value right there. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what like my wide receivers are trash right now. Like, I mean they're not good, but I still have Keenan Allen, Devonte Adams, who like may not put up massive games every single week but they are going to put up good games every single week and give me a consistent floor. And I can hope my running backs end up going off on the re- every single week. And I have one of them at the flex, but I'm trying to figure out guys that can go off. Like I may just get a ton of depth right now, at wide receiver um, and hope for big games out of them. Occasionally. I'm, this I'm is coming, just, I'm coming up in one second and then I'll switch it to your team real quick. So let me figure out mine. I'll switch the screen for everyone, and we you can kind of go over what you're thinking about in your head for your two picks coming up here in just a second. Yeah. Brady's um, off the board. All right. I am definitely going to take Dallas Goddard if it gets to me. Just to pair with Carson Wentz. It's getting to the point where if I don't take him, I, he's not going to come back to me. So I'll take that, get a little bit of a Philadelphia stack, I got to figure out what I'm doing, but Grant, I'll bring up your team for everybody. What do you think you're going to be doing here? I mean, John Ross, I guess. <laughs> like it's, it's that time of the draft. Yeah, go balls out. I mean, the guy's quick. Who knows how he'll mesh with his new quarterback? But it's it's just not great. Like there's there's a chance like he's got talent. There's a reason why he was drafted so high up. I need someone else. Gosh, this is this is getting ugly. Um, we'll see. A lot of mouths feed in the Arizona offense. I mean, I like Fitz to, to get. I mean, you're going to get week one. You're going to get like 20 fantasy points, and then that's that's all you need for him for the rest of the season, I guess. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like I'm going to have a whole bunch of wide receivers going right now. I wasn't planning on taking. A, oh, what did you don't need Jared Goff? Why did you do that? I was love when people go on this show just to no just way. to f us over. Oh my goodness, I am pissed off right now. I am po'd right now. Tell you what, I'm gonna tilt take. Uh, I'm gonna take Randall Cobb, and I'm gonna. I did not. He already had two quarterbacks, and he comes up and he takes Jared Goff. I thought that was the lock of all locks. He's got no Rams and K Town. Oh man, I think I swear people do this just to tilt me out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, I know I do. I intentionally. I, I've been, we've been doing draft underdog shows for a while now. You know, I intentionally do stuff just to piss you off, oh, like man. at the expense of my money. All right, let's go back to the board here. Let's see what's happening. Kendrick Bourne, Jack Doyle, uh, Doyle always in line to get some fantasy points, but he's never going to be like the feature guy. 
pretty much any single week, but he should be out there for most of the snaps. This is where I said the end of the 14th round, it starts getting ugly. We are approaching the end of the 14th round where there's not much left on the board. There goes James Washington. There's a couple I might take a shot. I got a couple like last round running back picks I'm interested in. I might have lied. I might take one more running back with my last pick. I got to see. What do I got here? So I've got, I got Wentz, Jacobs, Eckler, Swift, Hunt, right? I think that's a pretty good running back crew. I got Mike Evans, Robert Woods, Jalen Rieger, Anthony Miller, Jerry Judy. Gets a little dicey. Got Lazard. Is he going to be the number two? Is it going to be Marquise Veldes-Scantling? Is it going to be someone else? I think Lazard's probably going to have the first shot. Um, you know, I got Randall Cobb. He's going to have a couple good weeks in that Houston offense. I got Hurston Goddard. I probably need uh, another tight end. I don't feel comfortable with just those two. I'll probably pick up another one. But I got to I gotta see if there's anything I can stack up with my uh, whatever quarterback I pick coming up here. Yeah. Yeah. I know I – I might do something weird here. Um, now he's already off the board. I wish I nope. knew who the Chicago quarterback was going to be. That's up in the air still. I think it's going to be Nick Foles. They traded for him. He's got. They got to pay him a lot of money. But did he opt still- out? No way. He didn't opt out. Why did I think he opted out? I don't know. There's so. This is such a confusing season. I mean, there's like no positive COVID tests. I, you know, barring something unforeseen, I really don't see the NFL having many problems. Maybe once they start traveling, but I'm pretty sure these teams are going to be on lockdown by their by their teams. Like the players, when, when they go on travel, these guys aren't going partying out the night before. They're going to be on lockdown. So I, I don't yeah. think COVID's going to be too big of a deal. They got this new fi- the new 15 minute rapid test too. That's going to be great for all of society. Uh, yeah, that's going to be coming out. So I, I think. I think we're starting to get uh get our hands around COVID there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely constantly getting better. I mean, I sat on a nice outdoor patio yesterday mm-hmm. and enjoyed some chips and queso. Yeah, chip. There's a place right down my street. It was a gardening facility. They they had transitioned into a brewery last year, but now their entire business is basically brewery and food outside they got a whole new parking lot and i can literally just ride my bike to it in a minute it's perfect oh man biggest biggest improvement in my life is having scooters around like uh, we scooters don't, see i don't live in the big city i you know i mean i got a nice you know size little town but i, I don't know i've never liked the scooters in the big cities i mean they're very dangerous i'll tell you <laughs> that i've seen far too many people crash on those and always always interesting but like it's perfect who just Mike. took Drew Locke on me? These bastards. <laughs> Bro Ranasaurus, all right. I understand. Let's see. You got Cortland Sutton. All right. I'll give I'll give it to you. All right. You good. You win like a hundred million dollars every single day. Uh I'm just I'm just gonna have to wing it on a quarter. If I don't take a quarterback here, I'm not getting one. Yeah, I mean, I'm not terribly I'm gonna, happy. I'm gonna like Minshew. I think I don't have a receiver but he's got some running ability oh, great thanks for screwing over my draft yeah i just hope i forgot to double check he's got a different buy than carson once that would have sucked but he does yeah let's see thanks for reminding me there goes westbrook yeah. too i was hoping I could yeah get him. me you screwed over my plan of getting Minchu and westbrook all right this is the point of the nothing's worse than you getting sniped in like the last two rounds of the draft on players you really want and I'm trying to figure out if there's anyone I can pair. And nope, there is not. Oh, I know what I can do. I got I got an idea. I got a I got a plan, Grant. Yeah. There goes yeah. Car. There go. I can't believe Tannehill's still here. I know nobody wants him, but I mean uh, yeah, I'm sort of stuck. We'll see how this ends up going. All right, let's see. I need one more. Tyrone's injury. I got real. We just got picked. Edo Smith. All right, running him. I'm going to go with uh, Camp Superstar Brian Edwards. I'm surprised he hasn't been taken. 
uh, I'm going to go ahead and take him. That Tyrell Williams labrum shoulder injury, those are those can be real tough for wide receivers. They basically can't raise their hands over their head. Se- seems like that's important to catch football sometimes, Grant. I've heard that it is. I've heard um, that it's, it's tough. Um, yeah. This is this draft is getting away from me real bad. Let's see, where'd you what'd you go with here? You you picked Carr. I took your Brian. Edwards. Yeah, Let's yeah, that was problem. I was hoping I could get Edwards and then Williams. Um, hopefully Edwards would show some potential, and then when Williams actually comes back in, he stays in the starting lineup. But I don't, I don't know. Like who knows? Maybe Mariota will take over the starting position. So might be screwed up. Let's see what we got going on here. There goes Traquan. I like him. There's only, like, if you're looking for a late-round wide receiver who can post a couple of good games, not the worst idea in the world to get one tied to Drew Brees playing indoors like 11 or 12 games this year. Could do a lot worse. Yeah. I got two picks. I I know who one of my picks is going to be for sure. Um, And then I think I'm going to take a late-round running back on my final pick. I think I, I think I lied when I said I was done at, at running back. Ola BC Johnson, I like him. Oh, Grant, are you there? Yeah. All right, your your internet's getting a little spotty. I don't know if you can tell that or not. Internet's fine. Not on our end. But if you can hear me. Let me know what you're thinking here to close out the close out your team. Grant Grant has disappeared. So this is now just the Brit Divine solo show to close this out. Uh, only a couple picks left. Uh, Ryan Ryan Tannehill. In the, if I knew Ryan Tannehill was available in the 17th round, I wouldn't have stacked anybody. I would have just taken Ryan Tannehill in the 17th round. So. Uh, uh, Dark Man- Manilic, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Sam Darnold, these guys should have all been off the board much earlier than this. Tua, always a little risky with Tua. Don't know when he's going to start playing. Was not my internet. That was Zoom crashing. Oh, there you go. You back? Yeah. All right. Yeah, Zoom crashed on me. What was that? Their stocks at like $500 billion or something like that. Just, yeah. Just, just always goes up. They got to make it better. Yeah, well, just don't. It's it's crashed me a few times. I don't entirely know why. I'm trying to figure out who to go with here. And this has been insane. The the to get all these quarterbacks this late in the draft is pretty insane to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna take Tyler Eifert to pair with my Gardner Minshew. He's basically the every down tight end for a team that's gonna be down a lot and throwing. So my tight end room, I got Hurst, Goddard, and Eifert. I'm cool with that. I got two stacks at the tight end position. Antonio Brown. I don't I don't hate it. I think I would have taken him if your team was let's see, you got Roethlisberger, Carr, you're good at running back. Yeah, I don't hate it for your team. I think that makes some sense. You've got Devontae Adams who basically should score every single week. So to get And I got Keenan Allen who will get seven catches a week. Yeah, I don't I don't hate that. He's gonna he's I'd imagine he plays a couple of weeks of football. Yeah, Imagine getting that boost and your team makes it to the playoffs. Yeah. What the? What is it? Okay. Yeah. I would, my pick. I didn't think my pick went through. <laughs> All right. Well, went. Let's see. Two, four, I'm, six, I'm eight, Dar- nine. Oh no, Daryl Williams already got drafted. All right. So I'm gonna have to take another late round running back. Uh, I'm going to go uh, – I'm going to take Giovanni Bernard. With all this mixing news, I'm a little scared. You get these migraines. That, you know, migraines ended Percy Harvin's career. That is – You know, a lot of things ended Percy well, Harvin's them, career. I mean, the migraines, to be able – if Giovanni Bernard has a couple of games where he even scores for my team, money on your last pick. Him going basically undrafted in most leagues is a little – I don't understand that. If you're out there looking for a couple late round running backs, I'll throw a couple. Jamal Williams, I don't understand why he's basically going undrafted. I know they drafted A.J. Dillon. 
Uh, Jamal Williams is going to get some run, and I like Rex Burkhead as well. Uh, always is going to have a couple of games where he's going to end up scoring for your team. Uh, so those are probably a couple late-round running backs if you're you're out there searching late in drafts for him. Carlos Hyde? Yeah, Hyde. I mean, we – Hamler? Let's see what the board's going off. The problem with this, normally on the fast drafts, you get a couple – you get one or two people who might not be paying attention. The problem with these shows, everyone's paying attention. Yeah. There goes yeah. Jamal Williams, Carlos Hyde. They're taking on, They're taking all the guys, Grant. I mean, Penny, I, I think he's still out for the first few weeks, mm-hmm. but he was showing some promise. Uh, who's got the highest projection? Uh, Grant, you are not the highest projection. I am. Where's my team? You're. You're. I'm. I'm higher uh, than two, yours. Six, so three, suck it. My team sucks. Eagles won. Um, I guess that really you can't really tell too much. Uh, really nice though. If you want to promote your team on Twitter afterwards, guys, and you're playing along, you click your team in the top right. There's a little thing you could share that to all your friends. You can see your team exposure. You can see your bye week exposures. Week nine is going to be tough. That's going to be tough for a lot of people. Um, they give you a real good idea of what actually you did in the draft uh, if you want to take a look at it. But uh, overall, great thing. Again, this is on Underdog Fantasy. If you haven't joined, you can download it from your app store or go to underdogfantasy.com. If you sign up, use promo code GRINDERS. You don't get the deposit bonus. There's nothing like that, but you do get entered into a free roll uh, or some sort of contest we're running where you are able to either win Roto-Grinders premium for a little while or get some Roto-Grinders swag. Uh, So once again, that's promo code grinders if you are new to underdog fantasy. And again, this was the $25 best ball mania. If 25 bucks is too much, they do have a $5 version. It is called the bubble and that is filling much faster than the best ball mania. So if you want to get into that, I would tell you, don't wait too much longer. It's probably going to be off the board in a couple of days. Uh, Grant, dude, it's been fun. Uh, sorry Zoom crashed on you, but uh, any final thoughts for the people? Um, just look for my tweet in about four weeks and screaming at David Johnson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully not. I like David Johnson. I like that Texas uh, Texans offense quite a bit this year. Uh, all right, guys. Thanks to all you for watching and participating. We really appreciate it here at Roto-Grinders. Uh, And for Grant, I'm Britt. We out you.